Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You've heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough. Or maybe, diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com. KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat's 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from PassItOn.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. A grand morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the KLP Aftermath. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast shows here today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a wonderful April 11th. It's Tuesday, early, bright early in the morning. Uh, Yes, I made it here into the studio. Uh, You know, look. Georgians, Atlantans, we, we got to get 285 straight. Last night was so freaking horrible, Simone. I never thought. So I'm coming in. Uh, go, I'm on my way to, to my house uh, last night. 285 is backed up before I can get onto the exit to go on 285. So I did a whole 360. Not really, but I went around whatever it was, right? You know that you bypass traffic when you go around, uh, well, let's say if you're getting ready to go on your exit 
and you're you're saying you're you're looking and by far you can see there there's heavy traffic the cars and trucks and stuff they ain't moving right simone so i looked over i'm like okay no we're not about to sit in this shit so we're gonna go around it so i kept going down 20 and went around 285 to get kind of back on 285 and i tell you this simone you can tell like when it's backed up because when you get back on the highway that was backed up from the beginning of it there's nobody on the uh, the tail end of 285 or the tail end of it because they're still backed up from whatever it was uh we got to get that straight um 285 is terrible uh i look i made it to the to the studio this morning but we got to get that together guys i don't know what we doing but it's getting worse and worse and worse every single day. But we're not here. To, we're not here on the podcast for me to gripe about 285. We we from Atlanta. We all know how 285 goes. Simone Teagues is here in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Mason Carter. He is out today. He has the day off. He, of course, runs our business on, on the outside of KLP Entertainment. So he is out today. We've got myself and Simone Teagues up in the studio as well. Simone, how you doing, sis? I'm doing good, fired up, and ready to go. Fired up, ready to go. That's going to be my newest intro. Uh, I actually, look, look, shout out to our former president, Barack Obama, because I've been reading as well, because we've talked about it before, before we went on air, Kennedy, uh, we've, I've finally got to start it. I started to read the A Promised Land from Barack Obama. So excited. Uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked about reading that. And he, in his book, he says he was at his rally and a woman from the NAACP was like, fired up, ready to go. So we, that, that's probably going to be my new slogan because that's an inspiration. But I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. It's good to be back here in the studio with you. I do know about 285 because I didn't see that traffic coming in because I was out last night as well, but I was coming on the other side of 85. So I didn't experience that, but I got to say, I got a joke with you, Kennedy, that I didn't see any traffic on my end, but I can believe it, right? I can believe this. So traffic 285, I can believe that there's a lot of traffic near Stonecrest Mall. There's a lot of traffic near Panola Road. So is one of those things that it does happen to a lot of people and unfortunately kennedy you were the victim of this i do want to say to our fan base real quick because i know we have a show to do uh i do want to thank everybody for allowing us to come on the show i'm very uh, blessed and probably very written that kennedy but very thankful uh from the last episode if you guys missed the last episode we reviewed the super mario movie we all saw the movie. It was great. Go watch that episode. We're not going to go into details with that one. Um, but we've had a lot of people commenting on our forum about they like this new direction that K- that we're doing here. That KLP Aftermath Season uh, 5. We're still in our fifth season. And they like the direction that we're going in with. So I do have to say thank you. you Because a lot of people love love us. They A lot of people love Natron Sign Conceal It, Kennedy. But... A lot of people loved me in the last episode. They loved how spicy I was. So I'm still going to try to do my best to keep it spicy for my ladies out there. Um, thankful, 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 as always. I- I'm with you, Simone. I- blessed and highly favored from KLP and Simone Teagues. Now, 
We're not going to waste any more time here on the podcast dibble-dabbling about traffic in 285 again. We got a show to do, Simone. So over this past weekend, which I do hope that everyone has had a Grand Slam Easter. It was great. It was a great Easter time. You know, I got up. I had to do a house tour, which I'll talk about that later on. Um, Went to the gym, called some people, wish everybody a happy Easter, cooked some dinner. So I I really do hope that everybody had a Grand Slam uh, Easter for sure. If you guys celebrate Easter, you know, I remember and Simone, comment below, comment in for for sure. But to our fan base, comment below if y'all remember this. I used to joke, uh, and I joked about, you know, my siblings, and I actually called my parents over the weekend, too, um, because there was a thing that when we were kids, we used to, we used to always, okay, so when we were, when we were kids, Simone, we had to go to church, obviously, everybody has went to church over this past Sunday, and it's just something very, very special when it comes down to going to Easter, or excuse me, going to church on Easter, so, that was one of the things we did when we were kids and one of the other things we would do as when when we were kids is we would get a basket and our parents would fill that up with a teddy bear and some candy and some graffiti um i remember one year and i guess it was a year we were just doing really really good in school because we also got a video game uh when we were kids um so it's very very interesting now as we get adults obviously we don't get that kind of stuff anymore and i see it all over tiktok people has made like a little like a comedy thing for tiktok where you know when when your parents tell you that you're too old to be getting that stuff and you know it was very very funny because we are getting old because we're getting old we're getting up there in a couple of weeks i'll be 27 and that stuff scares the living crap out of me sometimes i'm excited by the way guys but we're getting up there and i remember and i as we dabble into some of these holidays we we tend to remember and we tend to think oh man we used to do this oh we used to get this oh we used to get this when we were kids and now we don't see that stuff anymore obviously we're all adults and my dad also made it funny he said oh well that actually gets turned around and 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 the parent the kids are supposed to give uh parents stuff like that i i chuckled but stuff like that's expensive it's inflation right now and i'm very 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 selfish when it comes to buying things i buy things for myself solely so uh what do you what did what do you think simone how 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 did you use to get your easter uh things over on easter did you ever get the 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 basket and and the teddy bear and the and the and the candy bars oh absolutely i so when i was a kid and our parents, I got to say, my parents did the best they could. Um, by no means, we were rich, so we didn't get the luxury of luxury. But we, we, we weren't poor either. Like, our parents did the very best we, that they could. And when we were younger, and when my parents, now my parents divorced when we were younger. But when we were younger and we were kids and our parents were still together, um... I used to get, we would sometimes get the, the Easter basket. They wouldn't buy a huge, gigantic basket because they know that when we were kids, they knew that we were going to throw those things away. 
Uh, we, we cared about the candy and the toys that we get. I would get candy and toys when I was a kid. Uh, my brother, because I know, Kennedy, you have two brothers. Uh, my, I only have one brother, but I got two sisters. Uh, my brother used to get the video games. And me and my sisters, we used to get the Barbie dolls. And that was a thing, because even though my parents... They would go to the dollar store. I don't know with the games like when my brother would get games He would get like the five dollar Knockoff game that yeah, he had it for his GameCube But it wasn't like the brand new video game that just came out stuff like that He had to wait until like his birthday or Christmas to get those type of games when we were younger um, but It will be like the knockoff like the on sale type video games and then the Barbie dolls that me and my sisters would get uh, we would get the, like, a dollar doll or two dollars. Like, something very, very cheap. But when we were kids, we loved it because we got, we had, got something for, uh, for Easter. So, that's why it gets kind of exciting because, you know, when we were kids, we were just getting something on Easter. It felt like Christmas. And it is true. We would go to, we would have to go to church. It was kind of mandatory. Uh, in our household when we were younger, um, the ladies had to wear the dresses, the men wore a suit, and it was hot. Now, I don't know what kind of weather we're having this year in Georgia because surprisingly, it's feeling like 40 degrees. It feels like December in April, so I I've never experienced weather quite like this, quite like this year. But I remember when I was a kid, uh, we would have to withstand you know 80 90 degree weather it was hot but we we've you know had to manage oh dear god yes i remember uh, now that one easter me and my brother had to wear these heavy heavy ass suits and we were young too so we were aggravated agitated hot yeah easter was very very interesting when we were kids now like i mentioned guys you know we were adults we've got things going on uh, I slept a, a great deal the last couple of days, so uh, it's been a good weekend. So the, the moral of the story to our fan base, uh, we do hope that everybody has had a fantastic uh, Easter. Now, you guys know, because we announced our, our theme and our restructure of KLP Aftermath Season 5, I do have to say thank you. Uh, for you guys again uh, we did get renewed for season six so summer season for us is coming now we do have addison and arthur in the studio as well arthur got his sports news and addison got their hip-hop for this episode we didn't leave them out but we've got to do this film review simone and let me tell you another thing i did on easter sunday I was cooking dinner and I was able to dabble down and watch this uh, movie. And the whole purpose of KLP at the Math is when we got a movie or a video game or something new, we like to review. That's the whole restructure of our show. And this show is coming from Peacock Originals. Everybody has been talking about this episode and we're talking, or this movie rather, and we're talking about this movie called Praise This. Now, this movie is very, very interesting. Of course, Will Packer was in the behind. Uh, he was in production with this. this. Is his whole production. Chloe Bailey stars in a awesome new 
Peacock original. If you have a Peacock subscription, you can go and watch this movie today. Now, Tina Gordon has been working on some some quite a few things, right? Um, is this movie stars Simone, Chloe Bailey, and Quavo with uh, uh and, and I might butcher this name, Ajinka Washington. If I pronounce that uh, last that name right, give me a thumbs up on our video uh, or our podcast rather. This is very very interesting. Now I am glad that they put something like this together because this is good, right? Now I got to look at the scores here, Simone, and you know this 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 grading. You know they got an eighty, uh, excuse me, a forty three percent Rotten Tomatoes. They received a 5.7 out of 10 from the IMDb database. Um, so the premise of the movie, get this, is a young woman with dreams of becoming a superstar joins an underdog Atlanta Praise Team Choir in the lead up to the national competition. So you have this lady, or excuse me, this young woman by the name of Sam played by Chloe Bailey and she's trying to find herself Simone she's trying to find herself she's trying to go out there and really find her voice find what she's looking for but then she ended up liking it more in Atlanta when she's joined the choir team now Quavo is also in this uh, movie he's playing Ty Wei rapper name really Uh, and I couldn't really go by his his even though I know that's Quavo I kept because me and Monica, we watched this movie together, obviously. And I kept wanting to say, and Quavo said this, and Quavo said, and Monica said, no, his name is Ty Way in this movie. But I'm like, nah, Monica, that's Quavo. Like, he might as well could have just went as Quavo for himself. But very, very excited for this movie because this movie, number one, is based right here, right here in Atlanta. I love it when movies base things off of our city of atlanta it gives me very giddy when they have either it's is raw footage stock footage or actual footage of them filming like a transitional scene so for an example simone it's the first uh the first i want to say the first transition to where they show oh we're in atlanta that famous bridge that everybody can stand on and it looks straight ahead towards atlanta that famous scene that almost every movie has used i've used it in in my movies before too so i know that famous movie uh transitional scene of atlanta when i see it um it's very very interesting i love it when when film films are made here in atlanta and they're based in atlanta because you can really kind of relate to us atlanta people now Drew Drutsky Bordres, he is a viral sensation. He's a singer. He's viral on TikTok. He's viral on Instagram. You can really tell that there is a lot of viral uh, people that are in this movie. Not only with Chloe Bailey and, and Quavo, but you got Drew Drisky, right? You got um, my my man Michael uh, Michael Anthony, uh, Big Mike from the country wayne skits country wayne is also in this movie as well he's playing the uh dj in this movie uh let's see uh simone who else uh crystal renee hanslett she's popping off right now because she's in zatima so she's working with tyler perry obviously here in atlanta very very excited for that 
you just got you got a lot of great cast members. You we really do have a lot of great cast members uh, in this movie. That is very very excited. I get very excited for that. Uh, Lauren uh, Lot is in this movie. I'm going down this list here to make sure I don't skip any anybody. Um, let's see, skipping through, skipping through, skipping through, because we we have a long list of, of people that are in this movie. Um, again, Country Wayne, uh, Wayne uh, Cooley, Country Wayne is in this movie. Um, Michelle Williams is the one of the final finals hosts made a, uh, an appearance in this movie uh let's see who else is in this movie jasmine robinson is in this movie she's uh a bit viral so a lot of viral people a lot of social media viral people they put in this movie is very very exciting because again not to harp on country wayne but you got mike and wayne in this movie and with the country wayne skits you know they're starting with facebook with the skits and now they're they're i mean you're working with will packer you're working with peacock nbc right so the sky's the limit when it when you have a platform and then you're transferring over to movies right i gotta give a shout out to country wayne because i know shell purcell you know she's in country wayne skits and she's dabbling into movies as well and that's my girl so i get very very excited for this this movie is it's a good movie i gotta say that it's a great musical i like it how they put viral hits from down to quavo down to cardi b down to megan the stallion and they're putting on a gospel side to it right it, that really i don't know that resonates to me simone that really gets me go because i if, if a lot of people don't know this about me but i'm huge into gospel music one of my favorite artists right now to date uh is travis malloy right he's a gospel singer artist you know i dabble in gospel heavily um a little backstory and this is kind of relating to the movie a little bit and Simone, I've told you this many, 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 many times before. Uh, I regained my faithfulness and spiritual back in 2021. When I was, when 2021, early 2021, coming out of COVID, I was at my lowest point, right? So I got into gospel again back in 2021 because I was at my lowest of the low. Before institution work came about, before after getting laid off with hospitality, I was working with Amazon. I was at my lowest low. I was depressed. I was drinking a lot. I almost became an alcoholic because I was drinking so much because I was just so depressed. Didn't have, and this was the same concept after 2020 when I graduated uh, college, and I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a uh, graduation ceremony. So I was at my lowest low. So the whole point of the process is, I dabble heavy in gospel music spiritually i do so when you have this movie that resonates to a lot of people you have beautiful as chloe bailey to play her character and her amazing amazing vocals that she portrays in this movie it goes wild it goes wonders a lot of people love this movie for the gospel music the story um i, I i'm impressed i'm very very impressed with this movie uh, Simone, what what are your thoughts? This movie has a lot of great elements. Like Kennedy, you said it best. I I also enjoy that they're able to take viral number one hit 
R&B rap trap type songs that when you have the when you have the beat playing in the in this movie you know what song that is but of course they're gonna obviously turn it into a uh, a spiritual light like you mentioned I do enjoy seeing you know beautiful beautiful Chloe Bailey she's doing her thing chin up sis uh and i say that because i know she i want to say she dropped her latest album and i know she took to social media because fortunately i only sold ten thousand copies and she was hoping for more but she has this movie under her belt and this is a movie that she is a star lead in and i think i kind of like it to where the Bailey sisters, I love the Bailey sisters. I love what they stand for. I love their vocals. I love how they came up. But I have to say, I'm very, very excited for their futures being separate, uh, separate entities, if you will. Because if you remember the Bailey sisters, so Chloe and Halle Bailey, when they came up with their music, they've starred in Grownish, right? They were, they, were a unit, they were together, but now you've got Holly Bailey, she's in the next Mermaid movie that's getting ready to drop, and now you got Chloe Bailey, she's in a Peacock from NBC and Will Packer's original series, she's a star lead in this movie. Uh, I do want to see a sequel to this, I think we, we are going to get a sequel to this because even though, unfortunately, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 43%, which is in standards from 100, that's an F. And IMDb, IMDb gives it a 5.7 out of 10. They're still going to find ways to find these reviews, really look at these ratings and say, okay, we need to do a second one, but how can we do this? Right? How can we do this? Now, the story, I'm glad that they... When it came down to Chloe and Quavo's character, so you've got Sam and, and Taiwei, I'm glad that it wasn't a typical love story. You look at all these movies, musical or not, where you have that, and we know this in film terms because we all film movies ourselves, but that first meet cute, right? When the, the, when the guy and the girl, or the girl and the girl, or the guy and the guy first meet in the movie, oh, that's the love interest. Oh, they're going to, they're going to be a couple, right? And it tends to become predictable, in a way. So, I'm glad that they didn't go this route and having it being predictable, like, oh, Chloe and Quavo's character, they're going to fall in love. I'm glad they didn't do that now will they become a love interest in the second one if there is a sequel which i'm pretty sure they probably will do it if there's money involved in backing into it possibly but i'm glad that they didn't do that and i'm glad that it wasn't uh typical for that love interest for this movie uh the, they have fallen out when of course sam played by chloe uh bailey she steals uh Ty tyway quavo's character's uh, beat that he made himself and he was gonna rap on for his, his his style and his music but she ended up taking the beat and using it without their permission and that's how that ended up happening how they kind of had a falling out if you will uh, to it this movie is funny too they made it to a point where they had some elements now just 
Jessica, her character, to me, just reminds me of me. Because I remember when I first came to work at KLP Entertainment, I was the corny, snarky, making these corny ass jokes. And Kennedy, you would laugh. You would really, really laugh. But everybody else, I'm th like Mason and James, they would say, who is, who is this girl? Like, she's not funny. She's just, she's corny, but she ain't funny, right? And I kind of see Jess in that light, the character in that light to where, you know, she is funny and she's unapologetically uh, herself, right? There's a scene in the movie where uh, she asks Sam, oh, did Ty, Ty Wei, did did he talk about me? Knowing damn well he ain't feeling her, but she's trying really hard because she's her authentic unapologetic uh, unapologetic uh self right so it gets it, it the, i i love characters like that i love the if you say kooky characters right but she again being herself and then she's you know funny as hell in this movie and i i do see her having a bright future not just in this movie if they turn it into a movie series but i do see her in a bright future with acting and getting these roles from different networks because of her her comedic side of her acting uh, so my end result this movie is great uh, it has all the elements it has everything uh, it's funny it's witty it's I do think they're gonna make a second one Kennedy I really do uh, it's good it's really really good if you want something good to watch this is the one to, to watch I would I would take this one a look Comment below in our forum. Let us know what you guys think. We uh, we love to hear from you guys about this movie. And what do you think? Will you go out and see this movie on Peacock if you have that Peacock subscription? Or is this a pass for you guys? Let us know. Yes, definitely let us know for sure, guys. Because we really, we really love to hear from you guys. We really do. So coming up next, of course, Addison. She's here in the studio. And Addison, I hear that you've got your latest report, your latest news from, of course, Omarion. What's going on with that? Omarion has been approached by the All BLK Network to develop a television series based on his life, which will be called Involved. Deadline reports All BLK, the streaming service owned by AMC Networks, has ordered Involved, a scripted drama inspired by the singer's life. The former B2K crooner, real name Omari Ishmael Granberry, is a co-creator of the series and will star and executive produce. The streamer will also hold a national casting call at the 27th Annual American Black Film Festival for the series co-lead. For the series description, Involved follows O.B. Sharp, who has been a boy band superstar since childhood. Now on the verge of a worldwide tour, he secretly wants to leave the group to be a more present dad and have a better co-parenting relationship with his child's mother who lives in his guesthouse with her new boyfriend. The only person who has always understood OB and his lifestyle is his best friend, Maya, who is openly bi. They've always had an intimate connection without being physical, however, all that changes when they meet Eddie, an eclectic flower shop owner with a free spirit and fluid lifestyle. Suddenly, Ub's love life gets an extreme makeover, and together, they discover their new normal as a throuple. Faced with a multitude of changes in a short time frame, Obi Sharp is adjusting to new normals within himself, 
relationship and family dynamics and new business ventures. There are, however, some blemishes for the post-to-be singer at the moment. He recently had to address a fan who believed she was engaged to the Yugot-served actor without ever meeting him and had to be let down the hard way during a recent appearance on DR. Phil. Bronx native Simone was brought on the show by her best friend, who was frustrated not only that her friend believed in what was clearly a fake relationship, but that she was also sending money to this person purporting to be a Morian. While the scammer was able to get $300 out of Simone for a fan club membership that never materialized, she thankfully had yet to send the $3,000 a Morian's manager was trying to charge her to meet him. After both Simone and her best friend told the story to DR. Phil, a Morian's real manager made an appearance to confirm Simone was being scammed and then the real Amorian appeared via video with a message. I heard about today's show and I definitely want to share this important message with my fans and the viewers, O started out. It's crazy how far these people will go to convince and manipulate my fans to think that they are actually speaking with me. From sending fake driver's licenses and passports, even FaceTiming them claiming that there was a bad connection when they never even seen me. I'm so sorry, Simone. <laughs> I thought Haddison was talking about me. Just let y'all know, that's the wrong Simone. That I, that Simone is different from this Simone. So just to let, let our fan base know. <laughs> that is pretty funny, though. Best of luck to Marion. Uh, you know, I hope is everything that he's looking for. Uh, I did hear about, um, you know, this network. And they, they're, dude, they're making some, some dope stuff. Simone, they are they're definitely making some some dope stuff now speaking of dope um well a show that is dope but the latest episode had me in tears i did a lot of watching this sunday just for this show now i wanted to report real quickly on this because i know simone you said that you haven't seen this show or you haven't caught up quite just yet on this show um but if you guys don't know, latest episode of Succession came out Sunday, and boy, was that a doozy. Like, I, alright, so spoiler alert to a lot of people, and, but I kind of, I'm gonna say on record on this show, I kind of called it, though. I may have called it on the Beyond Swanky podcast, I don't think I called it on this one. Um, so, I called it, I've talked about it, I was hyped about it and i kind of knew that this was going to happen right I, I called it so spoiler alert to a lot of people who haven't watched episode three of season four of succession pause our podcast go watch the episode and then come back um because i don't want to spoil it for a lot of people but it has happened it happened unexpectedly though and I gotta say, from the director to the cast members, good job. Good job having us on suspense, on edge, very emotional. Because I didn't see it coming until it happened. Now, the episode is called Connor's Wedding. Connor is getting, uh, well, potential, well, he does get married to Wilma. And Kendall rome and shiv they're on a boat getting ready to travel to go to the wedding and logan roy does die in episode three 
spoiler alert to a lot of people who haven't seen it yet i called it on the beyond swanky podcast a couple weeks back about how they were going to kill kill a character off so that way it diverts the story because this is the last season they're they're not going to get renewed for another season my i don't want to say pick someone because that sounds kind of morbid but i knew logan roy might be the person that dies is what i said a couple weeks back on the beyond swanky podcast show he dies in episode three unexpectedly though right i really death is look i'm not how the way they filmed this in cinematography and to have all the kids realizing like oh shit my dad just died right these kids are realizing that moment and throughout the seasons they kept going back and forth with each other battling with each other but now that he's actually gone shit got turned up excuse my french guys but it got turned up because it is true kids if you're beefing with your parents you never know because it could be bam they're gone that changes the whole dynamics right it, it does it really does um so logan roy uh, uh brian cox plays logan roy uh brian cox i doubt you're listening to the episode but brav oh man brav oh not just from episode three but just the entire franchise the entire series brav freaking oh i think brian cox did phenomenal playing logan roy I, he did phenomenal honestly he has done a great job portraying this character how the way they killed him off was sad but i mean they kind of had to the director i watched the behind the scenes simone and they said that yeah we didn't really want to kill him off so soon but you know we're not getting renewed so we gotta turn it somewhere you know so (sighs) this episode was sad it really got me emotional uh it really did because you know kindle rome especially shiv shiv i think took it the hardest when she found out she took it the very because she's a daddy's girl right she took it the hardest out of i would say out of every character shiv did take it the hardest um i'm very interested to see how they're going to turn it now uh within the last couple episodes of this season of the series i'm sad that this series didn't get renewed for season five i get really sad about this kind of stuff because this this is a good show um but i'm very very excited to see how they're going to turn it without brian cox without logan uh logan being dead now um the character being dead how the way they filmed it you know resuscitation they didn't really have him they had his body on screen right and brian cox had to lay down and be still right but they didn't they didn't make it i don't know they i don't know they just made it so surreal this episode they just made it so surreal like shit happened like it did a whole 360 and in the second or i want to say the 12th scene they did a whole 360 now the whole dynamics have changed and it was so unexpected and i loved how the way they filmed it because that is how real life happens right i can think of it um and we'll move on because arthur got to do his sports news but uh 
I think of it as, you know, let's say, again, I mentioned my lowest low being in 2021 when, you know, we knew my grandma was sick, right? And my sister calls me five times and we have that gene where if some of our, if one of our siblings calls somebody or try to call everybody five times, something's wrong, right? We'll call, we'll leave you a voicemail, we'll text, hey, just checking in. But with my family members, my siblings in particular, if I miss their call five times and they're texting me, hey, 911, something is wrong, right? It's a whole different dynamic. When again, when my grandma died and my and my sister told me it was it was real, you know, she, she was gone, right? So that's how I felt about this episode, episode three. Uh, it was just so surreal right it changed the i want to say changed the game because these are characters these are they're not real people i mean the, the actors are real but they're not the characters are not real um but it's a whole surrealism that they portrayed in this episode and you guys you guys will feel it you will feel sad right i i didn't cry but i'm just like damn you know because you know the season's almost done they're not getting renewed you know this is not really a happy ending when it comes down to uh you know the characters so it was it was so surreal right and that's what made this episode great in my opinion uh, watch episode three guys because it's there watch it enjoy it and comment below in our forum what happens next that's the question we all want to know us being fans of succession from hbo what in the hell is going to happen next right we don't know so we got Arthur Brooks in here. We got to talk a little about a little bit about sports before we close out this morning's morning show. Arthur, man, what we got for sports, man? John Rahm had just walked off the 18th Green, a Masters champion, striding through a throng of cheering patrons and into the scoring room near Augusta National's clubhouse. As Rahm finalized his Masters winning scorecard, Phil Mickelson stood just outside beaming. Fresh off a landmark Masters performance of his own, Sporting his high flyers live golf gear, Mickelson shook hands and slapped backs, warmly greeting Augusta National's green jackets by name. He looked like he belonged exactly where he was. Ram was the day's biggest winner. But live golf, the breakaway tour that's caused a civil war within golf's ranks, scored a major victory of its own this weekend. Derided as a tour for washed-up former stars and unknowns, a money grab for has-beens and never wastes. Live this weekend put three players in the top six: Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, and Patrick Reed, and twelve players made the cut. Whatever else live may be, on this weekend the breakaway tour came up big. We're still the same people, said Kepka, who held the clubhouse lead for three rounds and three holes. I think that's just manufactured by the media that we can't compete anymore, that we are washed up. Liv has spent the last nine months taking body blows in the court of public opinion. Derided as a sports-washing effort for Saudi Arabia's reputation, mocked for its low attendance and minuscule television ratings, Liv has struggled for attention, much less relevance. A series of actual court decisions have broken against Liv as well, including two this week. But what Liv won this week was far more important than court proceedings or golf Twitter approval. Liv's players proved they have the game to hang with the PGA Tour's best. And that changes the entire complexion of the Liv PGA Tour rivalry. 
Now, any tournament, like the Masters, that seeks to bring together the best in golf needs to include live players. Augusta National may in fact have boxed itself into a corner by so strongly advocating for bringing the best players in the world into one tournament. Where it could have effectively bled out every live golfer except for the six champions, now it must reckon with the fact that a no-cut format doesn't automatically render players non-competitive and irrelevant. Beyond that, this weekend could be a substantial boon for Liv in its ongoing attempt for rankings legitimacy. If the official World Golf Rankings wants to be an accurate measurement of the best players in the world, it will need to find a way to incorporate Liv players. Kepka acknowledged the difficulty of a solution given Liv's shorter, no-cut format, which the OWGR has consistently said is a stumbling block for granting Liv full points. That's tough, he said. I have no idea how they are going to do it. It definitely makes, the ranking process, more difficult, that's for sure. Mickelson noted that he was grateful for the reception he received, both from the fans and from Augusta National. Sunday evening marked the first hints of the old Phil, gregarious and outgoing, he'd spent the entire week virtually silent. He also not so subtly pushed for the continued inclusion of his fellow live players. I'm very appreciative that we're here, that we are able to play in the majors, he said. And I thought it was exciting that this tournament rose above it all to have the best players in the world here and lost all the pettiness, that was great. In fact, amid all the good feelings and the happy reunions, there's really only one loser here, golf fans. It's clear that there's substantial talent in the live ranks, but the only time golf fans will see them, assuming they don't tune into live broadcasts, which they probably won't, is four times a year. That's tough for golf fans to stomach, but it will make the majors, for as long as live players qualify for them, all the more meaningful. There's always going to be and should always be a place for historical events like this, Mickelson said, but it's okay to have a little bit of different, formats, and variety in the game of golf. Whether people will watch that variety remains to be seen. But it's clear that Liv carries a lot more weight now than it did Wednesday. Congratulations to John Rahm, the Masters, over there in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, you know, shout out to the Masters, shout out to everybody who is a fan of the Masters. Uh, if you're able to win the lottery to get a ticket to go to the Masters, congratulations, because those things are hard to come by. Um, so congratulations, congratulations. Now that's going to wrap it up here on our morning show, KLP Aftermath Season 5, with your host KLP Kennedy Lucas. Simone, it's been a pleasure having you this morning, as always. Uh, to all of our cast and crew, DJ Lupizzi, we see you. Uh, thank y'all. Thank y'all for making sure that uh, we're getting this show together and Having it right, you know, having this back right. KLP Aftermath is back, guys. I can't wait. I'm glad. I'm so excited uh, to be back with this show. Um, that's going to wrap it up here on our morning show. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're uh, listening to the video version on our YouTube at KLP Entertainment. And as always, if you're listening to it on our audio platforms, thank you so very much. Share it with your friends, letting you guys know that we were live on Spotify, Spotify for Podcasters, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Uh, what's another one, Simone? Um, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn Radio. Guys, thank you so very much. Uh, we love you guys. We uh, we appreciate everybody who's been watching thus far for our, all of our shows. Very, very grateful. Stay tuned for more podcasting this week. We've got so much more podcasting coming out. And get ready for a social media promo post. Because, again, my girl, Shell Purcell, we're creating a new show. She has a co-host. It's going to be great. It's going to be really, really great. I cannot wait for that. Until then, from our entire cast and crew, we'd like to say have a great day. Good morning. Stay safe. Stay swanky. Peace.